twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. We would like to apologize to everybody for the month of September for not doing a lot of podcasts. If you recall, one of the topics that we did do in September was, is it ditzy or dizzy? And what that was, was I wasn't feeling well. And so here's an update. I I was extremely horribly feeling sick and everything. Talk about some of those symptoms that you had. Well, you had numbness up the arm, numbness in the face. Well, it started numbness in the right hand, numbness in the forearm, which then went into numbness around the lips to numbness the front of the face and the top of my head. You know, it's it's really a serious health scare when a lesbian gets numbness around her lips. I mean, that's an immediate, like, you need to call 911 and go to the emergency room in, in an ambulance, preferably a helicopter so you can get there more quickly. It wasn't the lower lips, so it was fine. It still doesn't matter. But it also had numbness, like, in my teeth and on my tongue. And on I went, teeth. Yeah, it was kind of like shot with Novocaine. Wow. So I went to, you know, the last thing that you guys heard is I was going to the neurologist. The neurologist did this test on me, like a, a hand-eye coordination with my right hand, which was slower than what was going on with my left hand. And then she got arrested for drunk driving as soon as she left the clinic. What ended up happening from there is she said, you know what, we're going to get an MRI done because something's not right in Denmark. And there was something not right with Roxanne either. Yeah, so I went to uh, get the uh, MRI done on my head. Really fun. I highly suggest that anybody who's going to have an MRI done, keep your eyes open. My mom was freaked out because she was saying it was like an inch away from your face. And I thought, you know, I'll just keep my eyes closed. I've had it done on the knees. No big deal. How long does it take? It's like an hour that you're in this too. Oh my God. Can you wear like an iPod or something? At least listen to music? No, nothing with magnet, anything. Oh. All you hear is these ticking and rattling sounds that are very loud, which I could give a shit about because I've dealt with that before. But they put you in and they put you on this thing and they there's something that goes around your head so your head doesn't move and then they raise the uh, thing that you're laying on and then your head goes into a box and then the the whole body goes straight into this tube. And I mean, I was fine looking at all that stuff. I'm like, okay, no big deal. And then she goes, and here's a panic thing. So if you get scared, push this thing, which is like this rubber. And I guess, I don't know if, if a ball blows. When the air goes out, I'm not sure. So now, I, if you press the uh, panic button and you have to stop, do you have to start all over again at the beginning of the hour or can they pick up where they left off? I have no idea. Wow. So yeah, I'm just thinking that, you know, the insurance companies are so fucking cheap that, you know, for them to spend money on on an MRI, I think it's like around three grand, three to five thousand dollars that, you know, they don't always just let people have them. So I ended up going into this tube thing and I thought I'll just keep my eyes closed and I'll be relaxed. But when the lady, you know, when the MRI lady gives me a thing to push, obviously there's a problem. You know, people are freaking out and they're getting claustrophobic. They should give you Valium before you go into the MRI thing. Well, my mom told me to hit the doctor up for that, but I've had other MRIs and I thought, no big deal. But in the back of my head, I'm hearing my mom going, Roxanne, it's an inch away from your face. So as they pull me into this thing, they put something underneath the knees, I guess, to make it more comfortable for you. And then I I guess I was nervous. So I had my legs crossed. So as I went in, you know, the first six minutes during these first six minutes of doing it, I'm, I'm hearing the sounds, which is no big deal. But as I start to breathe back and forth, the air that I'm breathing out is coming back in on me. So there's no circulation. Oh, so you hope you didn't have garlic for lunch. No. So I'm thinking I'm like in a fucking coffin. I'm freaking out because now it feels really close where my heart's pounding out of my chest. And finally I said, fuck it. And I opened my eyes and the box, they put your head in, there's slats in it. So you could see, and that's about three inches from you. And then maybe like another three or, or six inches or so is the actual tube itself. So it looks like you're in Star Trek Enterprise and you're in some sort of whatever. And I, I calmed that, calmed down and I thought, God, you know, they should blow some air in for circulation. Well, as soon they- as I calmed down, I uncrossed my legs and all of a sudden fresh air came in. Oh. I was so fucking tight, I blocked off the uh, the fresh air that would circulate through the goddamn machine because I was well, freaked out. You know, if it if it seemed like Star Trek in there, I would have started fantasizing about some hot alien babe like doing me in there. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. But then I would have started breathing heavier and then the breath would have 
started going back in my face more. Yeah, no, once once the legs uncrossed, I was fine. But it's so loud and, and you're hearing these different ticking sounds. And after a while, some of them sounded kind of like music. So I'm like, you know, thinking it's techno and I'm like, wah, 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 uh, uh, and I'm like, you know, you can't dance or anything like that, but that's what I'm thinking. And then it's I think, like close encounters of the third kind. Do, 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 no, <laughs> it's just, you know, just one loud sound and they're like seven minutes you know, four minutes is this one. So she talked to me, so I felt comfortable. So I had this test. And as I was leaving, the lady, you know, I I asked her, you know, when will my doctor have this information? You know, because um, a new thing that started to happen was I was getting this, um, it feels like, you know, if you shake someone's hand and you've got that wind up buzzer and it goes, and then you shake the person's hand and it kind of startles them. Not the shocker, but a shocker. Not the three ring shocker. It's the shocker on the hand that you buy at the magic shop. So that's what it was starting to feel around. Not, I guess, not your stomach because your stomach's small, but your whole like abdomen. Abdomen. So I was like, God, you know, this is getting really weird. It's creeping me out because it's getting worse. So she said that if we find something, your doctor will have the information within 24 hours. If not, you'll have it within two days. So I went out when my friends had surgery and I was going to go uh, play with her son and my mom because I don't feel responsible. I feel like a drunk driver. I, I went out on disability because what I do for a living is I drive about 400 miles a week. So I'm kind of like a drunk driver, slow response. I get dizzy, double vision, and I don't want to kill anybody. And I sure as hell don't want to kill myself either. So I just stopped driving. You know, yeah, because I, I am a not self-imposed ta- one. I am not taking care of those dogs by myself. So you are not allowed to die. We'd have a coffin that's large enough to put all the dogs in as well. Good. Nail Good. them all in and put them all under the ground together. No problem. I'll start over. New girlfriend, new dogs. You'd probably get cats this time because they're less maintenance. Yeah. So I get the phone call. So it's it's been one day. I'm now out about an hour from, from where I live in, in Acton. And I'm out playing with a, with a one-year-old boy, hanging out with my mom and taking care of my friend. And the phone rings. And it's the doctor's office saying, we need you to come in Great. You know, as soon as possible. So I'm flashing back on, you know, what the lady said, within 24 hours, it's bad news. And I'm like, well, I guess I could come to town, but it's going to take me, you know, I'm going to be bringing a one-year-old little boy with me. And they're like, oh, you could wait until Monday. So I said, okay, fine. I'm freaking out inside my head. I'm trying to play calm and cool collective for my mom. The whole weekend freaking out. Because this was on a Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, it was on a Friday. So now you have the whole weekend going over and over in your head thinking, if they call you the next day, it's going to be really horrible. Yeah, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to have brain surgery. You know, I'm going to have a lobotomy. Great. And oh, you look so pretty. Yeah, thank you. So I'm thinking I'm going to have this lobotomy. And what ends up happening is I go to the doctor's office Monday at 2 o'clock. Now my dad wants to go because he's scared. So my mom, my dad, and myself go. Virginia's like, hey, fuck you guys. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go to work and make money. Yeah. Because I'm sure the new girlfriend's going to be much more expensive because she'll be younger. Now, if you guys recall, I told Virginia to get an insurance policy out on me, you know, because we knew nothing was wrong at that prior to that time period. Did you do that? No, I didn't. See? You I, need to heed my warnings. I know. I missed, I could have missed an opportunity there. You could have been a billionaire. Yeah, I could have gone fishing for three months and straight and not even thinking about it. You can be fishing in Mexico off of, you know, the ocean and have your own boat. Oh, fantastic. Do you need another MRI, perhaps? We'll find out. Oh. So I go into the neurologist's office, and what she told me was looking at the... The pictures. Thank you, the pictures. The uh, the, the, the film that she was seeing lesions on my brainstem. Great. Now, that's not a good thing. Doesn't sound good. And so I hear that part, and then I hear, you know, wah, 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 wah. I'm not, I'm trying to pay attention. Then I hear the word MS, wah, 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 wah. And then I heard that, you know, 
technically we can't say you have MS until we have, you have to have a second reoccurrence. So like a second episode of this bullshit that I'm dealing with. But on the good note, you know, I've requested two other tests for you guys to do, or for you to do, Roxanne, and then for you to have a uh, IV, like a steroid IV, which will take away the symptoms. And then prior to that, she was giving me these pills to kind of eliminate the numbness of my hands before, which is supposed to uh, affect your brain and so forth. So I heard that and I'm like, okay, fine. I'm still fine. My parents are like white as a ghost and I'm still listening. She's like, you know, there's treatment now. You can do medicine. No matter what you do, do not lose your insurance. Because one of the medicines, if you do have MS, is $1,600 a month. Good God. And your insurance company will not cover the whole thing. I'm going to see if I can try to get you on like a testing sort of thing because of your age. And because of that, you'll end up being fine and everything will be okay, you know, relatively speaking. You won't, you know, have other issues until later on. So she's thinking not only don't lose your insurance, but make sure you keep a rich girlfriend around too. She didn't specify that. She didn't know that I have a sugar mama. Oh, okay. So, But that's what you were thinking. No. I was like, you know, what are the treatments that you have to have? And she goes, well, some of the other tests. And the only test, these are the two things that I remember and everything else just went blank because it's a child I had really bad allergies and I would have for like an entire year I was getting like a shot a week no a couple shots for the first six months and then a shot like every week or every other week when I for the next six months of of a you know a year in a child's life so I get freaked out when I see needles I won't look I'll look the other way and I'm fine but so she tells me that one of the tests is that she's going to they need to get it authorized through the insurance companies but they want to take fluid out of my spine yeah so all so I'm thinking is a shot Right. And I'm like, motherfucker. You know, so that I that's all I can hear. I'd like to have the shot of heroin before we do this, please. Yeah, not even that. I mean, it's just scary. So then the other thing is, is that $1,600 medicine monthly, it's when you have to shoot yourself in your stomach with a needle. And I'm right. like, holy fuck. I, I'm in tears now. Because not the MS, it's like, I have to have shots. You know, you and I have to give myself shots every day. As long as you're going to get needles in the stomach, you may as well get bit by a rabid pit bull and make it worthwhile. You know what I mean? Yeah, if I had rabies, I can understand the shots in the stomach for a temporary time period. So I'm freaking the fuck out. And then, you know, the insurance thing is, is that y'all know that I'm not happy with my job and my job's moving to Orange County and I was looking for a new job. I can't leave. So that means I'm going to have to spend two hours driving to and from work and keep this fucked up job that I don't like. Oh boy, that's going to make my life hell too then. Oh my God, it's horrible. So I'm thinking all these different things. And then so we leave and then I start trying to process it and I haven't told Virginia yet at that time period my parents are kind of freaking out I'm like it's gonna be fine you know so the first the first day was shock the second the next two days um, I gave myself a pity party where you know I took out the balloons and the streamers and she had a cake yeah you know start singing all by myself you know and And then she put on Barney videos I don't know how that fit in yeah I don't know anyway so I was doing that and then I'm out from like I said I was out from work so I'm really just hanging out I told Virginia what happened and I thought Virginia was just like in total freaking denial. And luckily, we did do a podcast that our sister-in-law, who lives in New York, um, listened to. And she was listening to some of the earlier symptoms. No, she didn't listen to it. She, uh, I called her up and told her. Oh, I thought it was the, I thought she listened to the podcast. And no, that's no. How- she was listening to podcasts the other day. I, I called her up and told her this was the deal. And she said, no, no, you need to get this other test. Right. So Chris, our sister-in-law, she mentioned that we should, or that I should get a Lyme disease test. And I, you know, we're from California. We don't, I mean, I never grew up with ticks or fleas or any of that crap. Fleas. You didn't have fleas on the dogs? Well, the dogs are one thing. But I mean, ticks. I mean, we don't have bugs. We've got baby bugs out here. There's, I mean, you know, you could get a roach or you could get an ant. I see and you, you can get scr- some moths. You scream and some at spiders. moths. 
I don't like them. They're disgusting. So what was interesting is, is, you know, so I called my other, my general practitioner and called her up and said, I'd like to get a Lyme disease test. And I went in and I ended up having that done. But during this time period prior to, or getting the the permission, because everything's fucking permission. And the permission's coming from, you know, an insurance company. And it's, it would be like me, you know, answering medical questions. Like, I fucking know. Yeah, you I'm could, not a doctor. You could die before the HMO gets you the right yeah. referral to the right kind of doctor. But I also have the PPO, so I could go to any doctor I want. You just pay more and you're, you pay 40% of whatever your bill is. Anyway, so I started this. The, they came out. They brought the steroids to the house. And I had an IV in my arm that was in there for four days. Joseph was the nurse, so shout out to Joseph. I don't think he listens to us, though. So I talked to him as he was at the house, and and he was saying the same thing with Lyme disease. And then the same thing with Becky was saying, looked and researched Lyme disease. And everybody was saying, you know, you got to check out this Lyme disease because a lot of times people are diagnosed with MS when they have Lyme disease. And I was just kind of trying to deal with all these things in my mind of things are changing. And how am I going to handle this? And what am I going to do? And it was, I mean, really, it was it was stressful. And it's kind of, you know, by yourself. And if I talk to people about it, I'd start to cry because I felt bad telling someone that I had this because you'd see the reaction from them and they're just freaking devastated. And it's kind of like, you know, trying to keep everything together for them. And then they would get upset. Then I would get upset. I mean, I was a basket case inside, but I don't think I was expressing it completely on the outside. No, you were very calm about it. You were very well reserved. I wish you had expressed it more, but you were very, very, uh, very calm. Well, I was trying to stay positive because they said like, here's the other best thing about it is if you have MS, stress is not good. I'm a stress case. Really? I never noticed that. Well, I mean, they may not know. Oh. So, you know, it's that and at work, you know, I'm, I'm really intense and I, and I, I don't really know how to relax. You know, it's, you know, it's practically impossible for me to calm down and not have things phase me. So I was trying to get a, a relaxation going. I'm thinking maybe I'll do yoga and maybe I could do some meditation and try to just find a way to calm down that I don't want to choke the living shit out of someone who's fucking stupid in front of me. You had some interesting yoga poses you were talking about doing. Yeah. The uh, kneeling crotch, smelly ass. Yes. So anyways, I did the Lyme test and it was after the uh, the steroids were in me. And I have to tell you, steroids, oh my gosh. They're saying you're supposed to have extra energy. And it, now it could be, you know, the other things going on, but I would be totally awake and then I just pass out. I mean, I couldn't stay up for a long time periods and, and extremely weak. I couldn't even think. And I brought her a gym membership thinking, all right, this is my chance for my girlfriend to get really buff. I had the gym membership before. Oh. But I was, you know, I was contemplating on doing that. And May um, as well pump some iron as long as you got some steroids Yeah, in no, you, for right? the steroids, I was, I was good to go. And I still was exhausted where I couldn't even stay awake with the steroids. And I guess a lot of people who take the steroids for, you know, whatever the prescriptions are, they can't sleep at night. And I'm taking naps in the daytime. I'm going to sleep at night, no problem. And I'm just exhausted. It's kind of like, you know, super mono is what it feels like. You just can't stay awake. Wow. So Good I think you don't drink coffee. I don't know what that would do I to know. you. And then here's something else, which I'm going to sidetrack. Sorry. Steroids are so fucking disgusting. I had it for four days and the steroids are fine going in the system. You can smell it. You could taste it. And then it's like this metallic taste in your mouth, which is just gross. When everything's said and done as a kid, you know, puberty, 16, I would get maybe like two pimples, three pimples on a wild month when I'm menstruating. This particular thing, if you're blind, you could read my body because I'm in braille all over. I am I have broken out where it's on the side of your, you know, your your lip area, your face, your neck, your ears, your chest, your breast. I mean, she everywhere. Has zits back. on her back. She it's had... disgusting. 
disgusting. It is flat out disgusting. It's those fucking steroids. And, so, and I, to me, it's like all the toxins trying to get out. It is fucking horrible. It is so gross and I'm disgusted and I look at it and I just get angry. See, that's what they say though, is the side effects of steroids for people, for women who do it to lift weights and be bodybuilders, as they say, they, they have zits on their chin, their back, and in addition to the horse face, but that's just another side effect. The horse face or horse face? Horse face. Sorry, I didn't mean to insult any whores out there. Yeah. So I'm dealing with that. And then yesterday, which was Friday, today's Saturday, I got a phone call from my doctor and I tested positive for Lyme disease. So if my sister-in-law, Chris, and and if Virginia didn't push me and Becky didn't push me, I probably wouldn't even had the Lyme disease test done because I don't recall being bitten by a fucking tick. Oh, I remember it because I remember how disgusting it was when she said she plucked it off. Well, here's the funny thing is, is I got bit by a tick when I did the California AIDS ride and I was picking someone up. And if you guys go back to sick, 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 and it's um, back in June, it was um, when I came back from the AIDS ride in the summertime. I mean, every symptom that you start when you read about Lyme disease, every symptom that we started talking about, you, you just check them all off. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. It was it was fascinating when you have something, you know, since we talk about our lives that we can go back and go, wow, that happened at that specific time period. See, Roxanne needs to continue to podcast because otherwise she won't remember what she's done with yeah, her life. I so when she's 60, she can go back and listen to everyone and go, oh yeah, I guess I did have fun. Well, it depends. And I'll just lie and go, I never did that. So we didn't do the podcast because I was extremely sick. This is only day a half a day really because I've, I've only had one yeah. full day of, of medicine for Lyme disease but she called me up at work yesterday days. all excited really happy she says I have great news for you I'm like good the dogs ran away we don't have to deal with those idiots anymore nope that wasn't it she said I have great news I have Lyme disease I think the only person in the history of of the planet who would celebrate and be happy that they have Lyme disease but it meant that she probably doesn't have MS which right. is great news and then which means I can get the fuck out of La Pignon. I don't have to worry about insurance. But here's one important thing. It's very preachy. So if you're in the United States, hit I'm hitting you guys up. Shoot emails to your uh, senators. We got to do something with the healthcare system because if mine was $1,600 a month and I can get dropped in insur- with insurance, there's other people. Joseph, my nurse, said that there's a gentleman that his medical bills with just the medicine itself is $35,000 every two weeks. So he's spending $70,000 in healthcare medicine just to help this guy survive. So that's just fucking insane. And and if you guys haven't seen the Michael Moore sicko thing, watch it. And they've got national healthcare, not just in Canada, but in uh, England and in France and, of course, Cuba. And then one thing just to wrap up, in celebration last night, we went online and we ordered T-shirts for ourselves from the California Lime Association Mm -hmm. or something like that. They're lime green shirts, fluorescent green, and they say on them, ticks suck and they give you Lyme disease. So we ordered one for each of us. Yeah. Take care and watch out for the ticks. Bye. Bye.